from the Stand Up Talk Radio Network. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you're listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. Yeah, we're here. We're locked in. Uh, you have a way nicer place than me. Yeah, that's that's I I didn't have a problem about my place until I came in here and saw your place. So it now makes, it makes you want to step it up. It makes me want to step it's it up, man. You got a lot of fun stuff going on in your place. Mine's very bland. I feel like most guys' uh, places are very bland, but your place is very colorful. Like you have a hanging plant. Do you think I have too much going on? Like maybe I could use a little decluttering. No, I don't think so because it's not hard to get around. It's not like your table's covered with papers. Everything's very neat. Like everything, your sh- all your shirts are folded. Your guitars are hung up on the wall. They're yeah. not like thrown in a corner. It's very, it's very neat. It's My very- goal is to bring a girl over uh-huh. and then for her to walk around and go, I want to be with this guy. I, I could see that because they'll be like, one, he's got his shit together. Yeah. And two, he's not dirty. Like most guys, I feel like their places are bland and their places are dirty. And yours is neither of that. Yeah. It's a two bedroom. And then I Airbnb my second bedroom to help uh, supplement. Oh, wow. Money. How much do you pay for this place? It's a really good deal. It's going to make you upset. How okay. Cheap it is. It's a two bedroom. I pay seventeen fifty. What? Yeah. With parking, oh. everything. With parking too. Yeah. Oh, okay. That is the best deal I've ever heard. Now I have a yeah. one bedroom and I'm pay- and I got parking as well. Uh, 16. And what part of town is it? Third and La Brea. So around here. Yeah. Very close to here. And even that's a pretty decent deal. That, yeah. And everyone goes crazy about that deal. Yeah. And I mean, you even, I have a balcony, you have a balcony. I mean, yeah, a little patio. Area. Yeah. A little patio area. Uh, I did. It is old this place and so i have put work into it you know when i when i got here there was really ugly paint colors i repainted it myself i've done a you know i've probably put a few thousand dollars into a place i'm not i don't even own i mean but totally worth it yeah you're saving and i'm gonna live here forever yeah i mean i wh- think if i were to accomplish our wildest dreams if mm-hmm. i were to get an hour netflix special right yeah. now and i was the leading man in a sitcom mm-hmm I'd still keep this place. Yeah, I don't why think, not? I literally wouldn't move from here unless I had enough money to buy a house cash in LA. That's smart, though. So basically, I would need to move out of this apartment. No joke. I think I would need $2 million in my bank account. Solid. Yeah, why, why That's not? That's when I move. Not even one. If I got $1 million, I'm staying. Yeah, because in LA now, especially $1 million can go like, like that. Yeah. So. You never know. I mean, with all the stuff you got going on and stuff like that, and then like you, someone tries to sue you or something like mm-hmm. that, and then you be, before you know it, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. So is your brother's place? Sued. Your my brother's- brother uh, is my old place. 
And it's a two and bedroom? It's a one bedroom. And how much does he pay and for he his? He pays, gonna make you mad, eleven hundred dollars. <laughs> what? Eleven hundred? Mm-hmm. Oh my that's how much a studio is in my place. Eleven hundred. And probably not even studios anymore. I think studios yeah. have gone up since you moved. I bet you that was the price when you got yours, it was eleven hundred. I bet you a studio in your building now is probably fourteen. In my building, the girl below me pays eleven hundred for hers. When she move in. Uh, five years ago, yeah, but she still yeah, pays eleven hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, five years ago. But if she moved out right now, it would be more than. But check how bad this is. There's mushrooms coming out of her ceiling. It has she told them about? Yeah, it? and and she could, she could get them. She could ask for money. Well, that's what she's trying to do now. Yeah. She's super mad. So they broke a hole in her ceiling and left it there for like eight days. Wow. Yeah. Are there any open units in your? Building? There's one that just got filled. Oh, so it's not no open ones. No, it just got filled by this guy named Matt. Next time one opens up, you let me know. Okay, yeah, absolutely. I do. Do you know how I make my money? No. I run an Airbnb business. Oh, nice. So I'll rent an apartment, and then I'll re-rent. I'll run a hotel out of it. Oh, that's smart. You know, that's so funny. I actually was trying to do that with that place, and then he initially gave it to me. Yeah. Yeah. When it opened up, I was like, let me get it. And I was like, I ordered all the stuff from Ikea. He gave it to me, and then he changed his mind. Oh, Oh, he said, you can't do that. Well, he, I didn't even tell him I was doing that. He just decided, because I said, look, I need a, a place to keep all my equipment and as a storage and also for shooting and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah, that sounds good. And then he changed his mind and gave it to someone else. Oh, a different place in your building? In, in my building, the, the apartment next door to me. Yeah, so my plan, what I do is I typically tell them I'm going to live there mm-hmm. and I just do it kind of low-key. Low-key. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because if you tell them... They're going to be mad. There's Well, there's two things. They're going to either say no, because mm. for them, it's like, why deal with that when I don't have to, and I'll just find someone to live there, because yeah. they don't get a perk, or they'll say, cut me in, and oh, I don't wow. want to deal with either. Now, have you ever been caught? Yeah. And what happened? And, uh, they tell you to stop, or we'll evict you, and then I stop, and I get all my stuff out, and I stop using it. And you move out. And I move out. But you have a year lease, though, right? Um, luckily both times I got caught after a year had been up. Oh really? Wow. So if you would have got caught before a year, I still think, um, so the housing market in California, renters have a lot of rights. Yes. It's very good to be a renter in California. Mm-hmm. And the eviction process is really annoying for a landlord. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a long process. And I think that they, typically try and do anything they can to avoid going through the eviction process. Yeah. So if you moved out early, I still believe that the average landlord, even if you broke your lease, Mm -hmm. if you found someone to a new tenant to take over and they didn't lose money, will let you break your lease because they would rather do that than go through the eviction process. Yeah. It's a much bigger headache for them. Yeah, because I have a, another neighbor named Brian, and uh, he didn't pay his rent for three months, and he was still didn't get kicked out. Eventually, he paid his rent, but I mean, like he had some chairs downstairs that the landlord threw away because they were just in the hallway, and he took. Uh, he said each chair cost him $200. He took $400 off his rent. Wait, wait, wait. They took $400 off his rent. Why? So he, cause, okay, so he had some chairs sitting in, in the hallway, for like 
I don't know, like a month. Yeah. And the landlord came and kept on seeing these chairs, so he just threw them away. And uh, then Brian, my neighbor, complained. Said, you can't complained. Throw He's like, yeah, away. those are my chairs. And he goes, those cost me $200 each. I'm taking $400 off my rent next month. And he just and did. And the landlord just, okay. He's like, Yeah, what okay. are they going to do? They're, they don't want to deal with it. Exactly. Like, what can they say? No. Yeah, and I'm and like, then, those chairs cost you like 20 bucks. Right. <laughs> He's like, yeah, whatever. I actually have a story uh, where I didn't get reimbursed for my chairs. Uh, you may know him, comedian Jake Adams. Okay. Do you know him? Yeah, yeah. He was subletting my studio apartment that I used to live in from uh-huh. me when I moved out. He's like, I want to take it over and live in it. Mm-hmm. And I had two chairs in there. And they were my pa- they were hand-me-downs for my parents. Yeah. And they were honestly probably $200 each, if not more, when my parents got them. Now, they're old. Yeah. And you may not like them, some, but they were cast iron. They were in perfect condition. Oh, yeah. They were expensive chairs, mm-hmm. and he threw them out because he thought they were ugly. What? Subletting, and we got in a big argument over it because I he's done renting my place, and I go back in there, and I go, hey, where are my chairs? And he goes, oh, those are ugly. I threw them out. And I'm like, you don't tell me first? You don't, you know, I would have taken them. I would have put them in my place or put them in storage, something. Yeah. They're my parents' chairs. And he goes, oh, no, no, I got these ones. They're nicer. And I'm like, no, they're not. Oh, they're, he bought other ones? He got other ones, and to him, they look nicer, so it was just okay. But they were clearly way shittier chairs. Yeah. And also, it's just like, ask me yeah, or something, you know, tell me so I can come get my old chairs. But they were just gone. How long did he live there for? Uh, six months, maybe. That's that's insane. The logic and the like to be like, yeah, I'm just gonna throw these away and I'll replace them with something else. We're cool now, but we're 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 not the same because of these two chairs. (laughs) (laughs) The chairs ruined the. But that is also it's it's pretty like insane. It's like. There's yeah, it wasn't the chairs. Obviously, is why we're not cool. I don't care about the logic behind it. It's just like that type of person or that difference between our personalities just keeps me a little. A little distance. Yeah. Keep my distance between them because I'm like, what else? What's he going to do next? Oh, yeah. You, de- you don't know. What's next? You can't. I can't predict a person like that. No. I don't understand where his head's at. <laughs> Unpredictable, these kind of people. You know, do you know uh, Griff Pippen? Yes. So he just had John Mitchell move into his place. And I guess there's some people that live above them. And I guess their kids make noise a lot. So John couldn't take it. So they started playing like loud porno music and started hitting the ceiling with a broom. And then the the people above them called the cops on them. So then John Mitchell wrote a letter and said, like, if we don't get any sleep, you're going to get you're not going to get any sleep and some other bad stuff and put it on the guy's car. The guy came down in the morning and attacked Griff, just like burst into his door and started like attacking him physically. Yes. Like grabbing him and like headbutting him and like yeah and being like what'd you say you want was this recently yeah this happened like two days ago holy yeah and he's like what's the latest are they (laughs) i was like dude you got assaulted and he like that's trespassing and he's like he's like really he's like he's like you can get in trouble for that i'm like are you serious and he goes he goes i don't i don't care about the noise but he's like john cares about the noise so i don't know he now he's trying to move out he's trying to find a place griffith yeah so the he apartment to, that he originally got. Yeah, now he's getting he's getting John pushed out. It for him. <laughs> well, I guess because he said he's been he's is known he those neighbors for three years. Is he mad at John or no? Uh, I don't know. Griff's very passive, so you can't tell if he's like angry. I've he's never seen Griff angry. angry. Well, I'd like to talk to Griff see if I could take over his apartment and Airbnb it. There you go. How many places do you have? Two myself, mm-hmm. and then I share one with Milan and Abby Roberge. Oh, nice. 
And you guys just all Airbnb it together. You, yeah, no one lives in any of them. Mm. They're just you guys full-time. just split the the rent on it. Yeah, and we split the profit. Oh, very cool. Yeah, nice. So when did you start doing this? When were you like, this is a good idea? So I was living in a studio apartment, and that place where Milan mm-hmm. lives now, that one bedroom opened yeah. up, and it was a really good deal. The studio was a good deal too. It was a shitty studio with no parking, but I was paying nine hundred bucks a month for it. Mm-hmm. So it was a great deal, and. Milan lives uh wait I forgot where I was going oh yeah so I wanted to leave that place early yeah to that place so I just was like "Ah, I have a couple months left on the year lease Mm -hmm. I'm gonna Airbnb it for a month to see if I could get my money back and maybe I'll only lose a couple hundred bucks or something like that Mm -hmm. I was like maybe I'll make 600 on Airbnb and I'll just lose 300 dollars to move in but I ended up making a thousand dollars of profit oh wow so I was like, I'm going to keep doing this as long as I possibly can. That's amazing. Yeah. So now the the turnover for the profit's very good, but is it a lot of work? It's, that's the best part of the whole thing. It's no work at all. No work. I have a maid that goes and cleans it. Oh, that's perfect. You just hire feet. a maid that goes in there. I'm there. I was there last week for the first time in months because I had to change a light fixture. I didn't even have to. I just was like, I'm going to make it a little nicer. Oh, wow. Put a nicer light fixture in. And so the maid has like a key or? Maid has a key. And oh, it's amazing. It works out. That's perfect. Yeah, that's great. You should take Griff's place. I should, but what about John Mitchell? Well, I mean, I think... Maybe I could... Yeah, no, I'd have, I need the whole Well, because it's two rooms. So I maybe, could, you could do the second Maybe John room. could pay his part, and then you can just pay the other yeah, half of I that part. John would be cool with that. I mean... Why I wonder how much money... Does John have a good job? I don't know. So many decisions. Yeah. I mean, John, John, I would assume has, I mean, Griff let him move in and Griff has a job. Yeah. Is Griff still work at the hospital thing? Yeah. He still works there. Wow. And then Matt Jones, still no job. Does Matt Jones live there too? No, he lives. Oh, Matt Jones lives in the worst place. So Matt Jones was looking for a place. I actually tried to get him the spot next to me at first. And, uh, but the thing is I try to get him a few places, but like, it's always something with the money, but he ended up trying to move into one place. And, uh, he goes, he goes, I go over there to check it out. And he goes, it's 25 rooms in one big room separated by shower curtains. Oh, I've heard of these places. <laughs> They're just like slums. The ultimate yeah. slums. I've seen one. <laughs> I met a girl, uh, shortly after I moved to LA, I met her at the comedy store. Actually me and Abby were hooking up with her and her roommate oh, or, wow. or housemate. And so we, one day we go over to their house to hang out and it's like a hallway and it must have been maybe a two or three bedroom house, but each room was divided into sections. It's but it, was, it wasn't shower curtains. It was like wood boards from Home Depot. Uh, that's a little more acceptable. It little, but it was still like, what the fuck? Yeah, this was this 25 place? rooms in one big area cut off with shower curtains. And he's like, it smelled awful. I bet. And he said, the guy just opens up one of the shower curtains. He's like, this is where you be staying. And, and how much was it? I think $200 a month. Wow. Yeah. And so he goes, hey, man, if uh, if I put food in the fridge, will people eat it? And he goes, yes, sir, they will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I, I mean, that's a dumb question, number one. Yeah. So, and I'm glad so, the guy was honest. I mean, it was such a, that was such a dumb question that if I was the owner, I'd be like, no, you'll be fine. <laughs> I would just lie because it was like this guy's an idiot. <laughs> so he ends up, he ends up, uh, I find him a place and it's like his own bedroom, but it was like $50 over his budget. 
And I was like, dude, just get the money. Like, yeah, this is a great place. It's your own bedroom. So, how does, so he doesn't have a job. Does he just relies on comedy money? Well, he does have a job, but they're always odd jobs. They're never like stable jobs. He doesn't have a, re- he doesn't have a steady job. He just exactly. tries to scrape by a freelance. Exactly. So so he's always stressed out about it. But he ended up finding this place and he goes, I think I'm going to move in this, this living room. And it's $50 less. I'm like, what? I was like, that's terrible. And he ends up mo- and moving in. And he tells me the guy he's mo- he moved in with. And it's the crazy person I've ever met in LA this guy named Daniel Becker and I was like what you moved in with that guy and he goes you know who that is and I was like he's the most insane person I've ever met and he goes it can't be that bad he says the first night he's there at, it's like 12 at night he goes to go to bed and he lays down and he just hears like this crazy loud noise like whack 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 and he opens up his he lives behind a shower curtain <laughs> and he opens up the shower curtain and this dude's jump roping in the living room at 12 at night on like hardwood floors and right. he's like hey man uh could i'm gonna go to bed right now and he goes oh, okay cool i'll be done in 45 minutes <laughs> just jump roping dude <laughs> if you live in a place like that yeah i mean you just gotta get earplugs and tough it out right you can't I, really tell any when there's 25 people in a room yeah well he, he doesn't live in that place he lives uh he moved in a different place with that oh, daniel God. becker but oh, in the living room. so he but right. he just lives in the living room right right but people. he he's going he's people still he, use the living room too they both use the living room yeah and he's like it's the most awful experience ever and he still lives there he still lives there i didn't know he was living like that oh yeah i i ended up getting a job at this uh bar in hollywood uh called the 504 bar it's just a bar. It's a, it's like a New Orleans bar. Okay. So they have like New Orleans drinks and stuff. But he he was working at the front of the door trying to get people in, and okay. he ended up uh, getting let, like let go from the job because I guess like they kicked some guy out of the bar because he was giving people hand jobs okay. in the bar. So homosexual uh, under the table. Well, you know what's weird is they said he always used to come in there with his girlfriend, and then one week he didn't come in there with his girlfriend, and that then like he he's given hand jobs. Yeah. I guess so. I don't know. So they kick him out of the bar for giving hand jobs. And uh, the bouncer's like, hey, I'm going to go use the bathroom really quick. Make sure this guy doesn't come in. So then the guy's like, let me in. And Matt's like, sorry, bro, I can't let you in. And the guy knocks Matt's hat off. So Matt just starts choking him and tackles him over a bar and stuff like that. And starts beating him up. Oh, and so he got fired for getting in a fight. Yeah, so but like, it's really crazy because Matt's, you know, yeah. Matt's like 125 pounds. Yeah, he's a little dude. He's a little dude. But I guess like the rage came out. And he started whooping ass. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, you don't want to mess with any man. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, what do you do for money besides comedy? Anything? Um, I've done, I do like, uh, I get hired for like cinematography jobs and then editing jobs. And okay. Then, so, uh, production. Yeah. It's a mixture of stuff. So what it's kind like of camera to use a Sony a 6,500. Oh, it's a nice camera. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll get hired once a week to do a cinematography job. And then when you, when you say once a week, is it like a steady person that hires you once a week or just he, randomly? Yeah. Steady person randomly. hires me once a week. Okay. And what do you do? What kind of videos do you shoot? for them? Um, I shoot mostly sketches for them. Okay. Um, so it's comedy related. Yeah. So um, good. and then I just did a commercial. Does he put you in them? Um, yeah, sometimes, sometimes I'll do like most of the time I, I try not to be in them. Okay. When I'm like shooting that much. Do you much? try not to be in them because you want to concentrate on shooting or because you don't think they're that good? You just do it for money. No, because it, like they're hiring me for money. So I want to make sure it looks really good Got because it. I would want, you know, the same thing on my project. Sure. So I'll, and also it's, I, it's like really hard to explain to someone else that doesn't never used the camera before to be like, it's not that hard to use it, but you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, Hey, can you, you know hold what you're it? Doing. There's basic things yeah. like even focus or yeah and angles and like they'll angles, always mess up the angle and 
Yeah, and you if someone's never really done it before, you you can tell. Yeah, so that, and then I just got hired to like uh, shoot and edit this commercial, so I ended up doing that and. So production stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that, and then just like um, every like I'll book like maybe like three commercials a year. Right. So that, and so those are spontaneous so you're hustling things. Around. Yeah, so you hustling. Have a, you don't have a uh, a job job. No, no. Yeah, nothing hourly. Nothing that's like. I have you don't to clock in anywhere. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool. I mean, I like You're it. living the dream kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been good. It's been like, uh, that for like maybe three years now. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's great. You have a girlfriend. Yeah. What's she like? She works in fashion, but she hasn't had a job for the whole year. She got fired. Well, she just got a job now. So I'm like, Oh, thank God. Are you paying for her? Uh, um i mean i i do take care of a lot of things but she she carries her weight too you know like she uh but like the thing is like what happened was she ended up not having a job for until just now but she got a really big job in the beginning of the year but it was one job and it was to create this company's campaign uh so like get the models together, get the camera people together, get like, you know, the place location and stuff like that. So, but since like, I usually shoot like every week and stuff like that, I'm like pretty good at getting locations and stuff and like models and stuff. So I got her like everything for free and they gave her like a huge budget for it. So she just got to keep all the money. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I remember I, I, I went over there to help her shoot and stuff like that. It was like three camera people and I was shooting too. And then uh, that's good too because it keeps your girlfriend like dependent on you, and then she could never leave you. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. she's locked in. That's smart. Yeah. So she she's just been like with no job lately, just going to the gym a lot, and I'm just like, my neighbor's hitting on her right now, which is really awkward. You, can, and but he knows it's your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. How? Who? Tell me about this neighbor. Do you okay. hate him? I I don't hate him. I'm not like intimidated by him because uh, he's not like. I don't know. He doesn't have like, why would he do that though? He just has no moral compass. Normal compass. He's kind of like the guy who threw away the chairs. Like he just doesn't understand why that's wrong. So yeah. Does if, if you said, Hey, are you hitting on my girlfriend? He would say no. He he would just deny it. Of course. He's not going to tell me that in my face. Got it. But like, I know he is. So he's just a scumbag. Yeah, he is. And he's really, really weird guy. So he's like an actor, I guess, Mm -hmm. but he's not your age. uh, He's older than me. He's like 34. Okay. How old are you? 30 30 okay. yeah so turned 29 oh nice man mm-hmm. congratulations happy thank birthday you. thank you nice yeah We're, yesterday oh yesterday. your birthday was yesterday yesterday oh nice man very cool did, did you enjoy it it was the coolest birthday i've ever had i think oh First really off, i should start by saying i don't typically celebrate my birthday yeah me like, neither nothing i don't even have like a dinner with friends just i ignore them. me neither i live my life yep. i don't whatever i i i enjoy getting the facebook posts from people that's mm-hmm. it that's the extent of my birthday. I don't even enjoy the, the Facebook posts. I like them. You do? I like reading that people. I, I feel like they're all the same. They are. HBD. Yeah, they're all boring. I mean, yeah. maybe once in a while I get a creative one. But yeah, they're, they're pretty boring. But that's that's the extent of me celebrating my birthday. Like uh-huh. I'm not, You know how some people will hide their birthday from Facebook? Yes. And make it so you can't post on their wall on their birthday? Have uh-huh. you seen those? I yeah. don't do that. I don't do that either. But that's the extent. But... My last birthday that I celebrated was when I turned 20 years old uh-huh. and my mom threw a surprise birthday party for me at my favorite restaurant and my dan- uh, my friends and my girlfriend at the time came. Uh-huh. It was pretty nice. Nice. But then after that, I just hadn't. Nine years later, I was like, I'm going to do something this year. Yeah. 
So I threw, uh, I hired a Hummer limo. Oh, okay. And it picked me and my friends up here yesterday at noon, and we went to CC's Pizza in Corona. I love CC's. Yeah, it's great. And That's it's the like only one in California. Oh, really? Because there's not. It's more of I think Midwest. They they have them over in Vegas. Or yeah, so maybe so they're just not in California for whatever reason. Yeah. So I found one in Corona. Had two and a half stars on Yelp. <laughs> that's that's it's an typical hour CC's. And a half away. Wow. And I got uh, fifteen people in the Hummer limo. And you guys North. drove an hour and a half down there. Yeah. Wow. Well, and we had a driver in the limo. I oh, spent like six hundred dollars on this limo. Whoa. And just threw myself a little a, a party, I guess. I like that. Yeah. Did, I fun. mean, did did you did you record any of this? Uh, no. I mean, some people snapchat it or uh-huh. something or took pictures of their phones but no i think that's so funny that's not, awesome there was no content intention so you see i mean that was the closest one an hour and a half away yeah, it was the closest one because wow was, i will say this it was the best party i've had in a long time i had a lot of fun it was yeah. a great day but it was a little far even with the hummer limo an hour yeah. and a half each way if it was an hour each way even i think it would have been perfect yeah but that half hour just made the whole thing took about five hours four hours and 45 minutes I yeah because i paid for the limo for the time and uh when we got home i just remember feeling like that was a journey you know i was yeah. tired from that yeah you were like that's I the had day fun but it, i was tired and it took up the whole day just to go get lunch yeah now what made you choose cc's when i went i went to high school in roswell new mexico i okay. went to a military high school oh no way. i went to military school too oh that's right you went to yeah. army navy right yep in and marine San military Diego. academy as well Where's Marine military? It's in Texas. Oh, so in high school, you went to two different military yeah. schools in high school? Yeah, the first one I got sent to was right when I started high school in Texas. And then I was there for two years, and then I finished up over uh, in Marine Military Academy. So I mean, uh, Army-Navy. Why did you switch? Just because you wanted to be in a nicer area? Or? No, no, it wasn't my choice. It was my parents' choice. Why did your parents switch you? Um, Just because they were probably like, okay, we'll, we'll see you, I guess, more often now. Where where are you from originally? Uh, I was born in New York and then moved over to San Diego. Oh, okay. then, I didn't know you lived in San Diego. I'm yeah. from San Diego. Oh, nice. So, oh, so they just wanted you to be closer because they were in San Diego. Yeah. So they thought if you go to the Army Navy, we'll see them more often. Yeah, they actually moved right next to the military school. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And did were you did they send you there out of punishment or did they send you? Or did you kind of want to go? Yeah, no, no. I, did, I didn't even like know about military school. I just got sent. Because like everyone in my family has been like, my younger brother got sent too. And then my older brother was like they all went to in the army. He was, no, he, he, was in the, he was in the army. But, he, but your younger brother went to military school. Yeah. But he got kicked out. What did he get kicked out for? Oh, man. I think it was like accumulation of things. I think it was like a lot yeah. of fighting. And then like, I think probably so either he got caught by. You guys are all fuck ups? Mm, yeah yeah did you do anything really bad or you just didn't get along with your family uh i made counterfeit money and you got caught by my family yeah. you're caught by the family but you no no because that had been a federal offense so it went to jail well if you were 15 you would have went to jail even for a small amount i mean it's worse than selling drugs wow so. um how much money counterfeit money did they catch you with um I'm not exactly sure the exact number, but um, like, were you balling out with this? It wasn't insane. Money? I mean, it was like crazy for a kid. You know what I mean? You were just getting pizza and just yeah, 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 yeah. Like we made fake IDs too, and we went to a strip club one time. That was fun. And this was in eighth grade. 
This was right when I was turning 16. Okay, yeah. so you got sent to military school in the middle of high school. Yeah, yeah, middle of high so school. You went to middle public, of my freshman year. Okay, so freshman year, you go to public high school. Yeah. And you're kind of maybe rolling with the wrong crew. Kind of. I mean, what, what, what it was... You weren't bad was, kids necessarily, but you were uh, dumb maybe and um, bad decisions. No, you know what it is? It's like weird. It's like, um, I guess, it, I don't know. Like when I think about bad, I don't think about like, you know what I mean? Like smoking weed is bad. And right. as a kid, I feel like that's a normal thing. But and you like drinking have, and like... You didn't have... It doesn't sound like you had necessarily bad intentions. Yeah. You were just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to go have fun with this money. Cause we're kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were just, it. well, he, my friend's dad owned a printing shop uh-huh. and I used to go hang out over there and we'd be bored and stuff like that. And we we're like, Oh, you know, it'd be dope if we made counterfeit money. Yeah. Making counterfeit money. Although obviously not a good thing to do. It's kind of, uh, entrepreneurial, you know, yeah. the average idiot punk kid, gets in trouble for smoking weed making fake money that's to me if i met a 14 year old kid who was making fake money at a print shop yeah but it's probably a smart kid well you know the crazy thing was my mom like was really mad about it and i remember she's like look at this and she started yelling and then we went uh she was like scolding me about it and she went to go pick up pizza and she paid with the fake money on purpose yeah 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 of course i knew she did really yeah 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 so your mom's kind of naughty. Oh, my mom's like, but nuts. she's like, I don't want. She's like, I can be bad, but you can't be bad. So my mom, when I was in military school, um, my junior and senior year, um, I was telling her like, oh yeah, you know, like everyone like smokes cigarettes there and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, and they're like, like they pay like crazy uh, money for the cigarettes and stuff. And she's like, oh really? And she started buying me cartons of cigarettes, and I'd sell them at school. So this is the my mom's apple like, doesn't far, fall from No, from my mom is like two-faced in a way of like, she'll be like, don't do that. But then she like is doing like all the bad shit. Like we, and also we used to, she'd have me like uh, help her go sell fake Louis Vuitton purses. Where? Uh, to the the kids in school. Cause they're like, like, there's the a lot of rich school? kids in school like that. Yeah. Weird. So she'd be like, when Christmas would come around, I'd be like, oh, your parents want to, you want to get your parents a nice gift. She, and I'd be like, and then she'd be like, tell them, like, you know what I mean? So we'd sell them these fake Louis Vuitton purses so they could give to their parents for Christmas and stuff. That's pretty wild. Yeah. That's interesting. So you went to two different military mm-hmm. schools. There, what other comedians go to military school? Me, you, I feel like I've met a couple others. Who else? Um, I've never met anyone else that's going to military. I've never even met an, another person. Really? Yeah. No, I for sure. So there's a girl named Lauren Brenner. I don't think she does stand up anymore, but uh-huh. she did it. There's, uh, I can't remember now, but there's for sure. I've met a couple Army Navy kids. Sugar Shane Mosley's kid went to our school. Who's that? Sugar. He's a boxer. Oh, okay. Yeah. And his yeah. son came to school and he got beat up the first week. Wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was so like surprised. I was like, wasn't the best boxer. Well, he's a little, he was a dinky that. little man. So yeah, I went to, I forget why. I told you that I went to military school. Or, oh, that's where I went to CC's. They had one in Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, okay. And so we would, on the weekends, we have, I don't know what they called it at your school. They called it furlough. Did they call it? Furlough. Fur, they called it a furlough. And we were allowed to. Oh, you're allowed to leave camp. Uh, you're allowed to leave campus yeah. on the weekends. We could walk around the town. Get, yeah. We can take the bus for free. That was part of our tuition. Yeah, we had that too. Um, um, I don't know. I don't think we, call, I think we just called it leave or something. I don't know. Yeah. It was like. Or no, you're right. We, furlough was when you actually left for the weekend and mm. didn't come back to campus, didn't sleep on campus. Yeah. The weekend. That was furlough. This was just leave. Yeah. yeah. But there was a CC's in town and I didn't have a lot of money. That's the My best thing about CC. Me son money. 
I wasn't, I didn't have zero. I think I had an allowance at that time because I couldn't have a job at that school, really. Yeah. So I couldn't make my own money. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a side hustle like you where I was uh, selling kids cigarettes. <laughs> I got caught so, too. Oh, really? I and, got caught. What was the punishment? Tours? Well, no. What happened was I ended up getting caught by this guy named Major Marshall who worked at the campus. He was a really buff, like, 55 year old man he was jacked though yeah and he everyone like loved him and he was like super respected he like called me over and he's like hey and he like he's like let me check your backpack oh my backpack i have cigarettes in it and then he goes he takes me over to the locker and just like knocks my lock off all packed of cigarettes in there i'm like shit and he goes you have any other lockers i was like no and so i guess like i was selling so much on campus that like they heard about it they caught someone and the person ratted me out yeah so then they called like my mom in the office and stuff like that and i remember i was like like they're like yeah your son's doing this i'm like i'm like she knows and she's like no i do not (laughs) (laughs) but yeah she was like she knew and stuff like that so you didn't get in real trouble then for it no because um what when i talked to them about distributing it they were like they're like why are you selling this i'm like i don't know like just like they're my friends and they asked me to get them for them so i got them and they're like are you making money and i was like no and if i would have said yes then i'd have got screwed then they could have like uh dude your school is more lenient than mine. At my school, when if we had a dirty room or anything, little thing was wrong, oh yeah, we get tour squad, which uh-huh. on the weekends you'd have to. When everyone else had free time, was allowed to go into town. You had to march around with a rifle. Oh in a yeah. square for hours. Is that? Did they have that at your school? My second military school was way more lenient, and it was like Army super, Navy. Was yeah. Lenient. Oh my gosh, cakewalk compared to the first one. The first one was really crazy. The first day I got there, and uh, over at um, Marine Military Academy, like uh, one of the seniors is like, "Hey, you got to clean up uh, the floors," and he's like, "Go grab a broom." In oh there. yeah, we do that. Too. And I was like, I was like, "There's no broom in there." He goes, "Oh, you didn't see a broom?" He goes, "Let me show you." And I walk back in. There's no broom. He just puts me in a like like chokehold and chokes me out, and I pass out, and I wake up like on the floor and like. Drew all over my mouth and that was like the first day of military Damn. school yeah what about uh at the army navy academy did you have to go through boot camp again um do you know what it w- was that i mean it yeah but it wasn't it a transfer right yeah it, but it wasn't as hard as the other one the right. other one was way harder they were like because yeah. it was like on a real navy base yeah yeah and, that's how mine was yeah was. and they were just like really hardcore there like yeah. they had a boxing ring and they're like oh if you have a problem with somebody like just let us know and we'll take you down the boxing ring you guys could just fight yeah so they were just like all about fighting there and it was like there yeah, was guys taking smart. roids there and like it was okay and shit like that like right. no, nobody cared and it was just like a yeah, really that's intense how more my school was i think and that's why because i'm from san diego mm-hmm. so i said to my parents well basically i i got sent because i wasn't getting along with my parents i didn't really do any criminal mm. things like counterfeit money or anything i just was disrespectful to my mom i'd be mm-hmm. like fuck you you're not the boss of me that sort of thing yeah just rebellious of a kid and i'd always asked to be emancipated Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I would always say to them, like, I don't want you to be my mom and dad. I can take care of myself. Oh, why was that? I just didn't like them. I just didn't. I didn't like. I've always had a problem with authority. Yeah. I I don't even think it's authority. It's someone telling me what to do. Like, for example, there was obviously a lot of authority at military school. Uh Uh-huh. But it was for everyone. Everyone had the same rules. Yeah. So you were there wasn't a lot of. I'm sure there, there obviously was some, but there wasn't a lot of unfair treatment. Like, yeah. this is, you're doing this and no one else have to do this. Everything you're doing is together. Yeah. So I could handle that. Mm-hmm. But when my mom or dad would be like, you can't go out tonight. 
but my friends could, I'd be like, well, that's not fair. Or they could. Uh-huh. And I would just snap and rebel against it and not listen. So oh, wow. I said, I want to be emancipated. And she said, if you, I'm not going to let you be emancipated, but if you want to leave so bad. Or I said, can I go to boarding school? And she said, I'm not going to let you go to boarding school, but if you want to leave so bad, you can go to military school. So I was like, fine. Oh, wow. That's how bad I wanted to leave. But then we went to the Army Navy Academy. And I was like, yeah, that looks cool. But that was like a pretty expensive school. Yeah. The military school they ended up sending me to was in Roswell. It was the cheapest military school in the country and a lot more strict. They said, yeah. we're not sending you to the Army Navy. And I think she heard that there was cigarette and drug problems there. Yeah, there was and actually, um, there. they came out in the papers like maybe a few years back. There was like a principal or like a, a teacher who's like molesting the kids there. Wow, yeah. Yeah. And so I think there was some of that bad press around the yeah. time where I was thinking about going. So she didn't want to send me there. Yeah, they, that school has some bad press for like a lot of stuff that's happening. there. And it makes there. sense. It's a military school for rich kids. Of yeah. Of course, there's going to be. That's what it is. going to be. It's going to be, there's going to be fuck ups. Yeah. There is really crazy people there. Yeah. I mean the first, like that one, that one's probably, I mean, I've never been to other military schools besides those two, but they were like complete opposite yeah. on the spectrum. Yeah. And mine sounds like a lot more like your first one to me. Yeah. The first was one was like strict. crazy. Like first Locked one, in. I was like getting in like fights, like at least two times a week, but out of ch- choice. Or no, not choice. Not just choice. have to. Yeah, because like, like, uh, like the seniors there, they'll just like beat you up. Like, yeah, yeah. There was a lot of, yeah. At my school, it was like when you're new, you had a lot less rights. Yeah. Than the older people, and because of that, there was just a lot of yeah, where the older kids would treat the younger kids like worse people because yeah. at that school you kind of were, and then most kids when they got older, instead of being like, I'm gonna be different, treat the next generation nicely they go it's my turn to be a yes dick. exactly yeah. yeah i remember the second day i was at military school uh somebody like lit my box like i had shoes in a box and they lit the they put like fire inside the box and they just like lit the whole box and the shoes on fire i was like shit so yeah it was just like crazy shit, yeah, yeah. Shit going down always always going down and then like uh did you were did you ever beg them to take you out no did you did you learn to like it or you didn't like it um, I like when I was younger, like I was, I already had started boxing in San Diego at, at a boxing gym and mm-hmm. I liked boxing a lot. So I liked that they had a boxing team and I didn't know of any other school that had that. So yeah. I liked that. But, uh, so I just like, and also I didn't know like anything else, you know what I mean? Cause I was only in the other, um, high school, school for, for a half bit. a year, you know? So you weren't think you were never the kid that was, I need to get out of here. You no, just, I think that's the like, worst right. part of high school, right? The first, like when you first get there, cause you're like, it's all new and you're trying to figure stuff out. Yeah. You're not, you're not acclimated to the situation. So I like, right when I was getting like, you know what I mean? Acclimated, I left and went to this. So then, you know, I was more used to this. Yeah. And so that like, yeah, I mean, it was it just was like, a, you don't know any better. And it was yeah. co-ed or all boys? No, all boys. Boys. Yeah, mine was co-ed. Oh wow! But the it was mostly guys. Oh, uh-huh. how many girls want to go to that school? And the girls yeah. that did go to that school is that weird though? Because there's a but, few girls, so there must be like this crazy sexual. We, they were on separate floors. Uh-huh. There was very few of them. Most of them were pretty gross. There was yeah. There may be one or two cute girls in the whole school, something like mm-hmm. that. And I was still I had never kissed a girl or anything. Yeah. So I was I was still masturbating and stuff, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. I never was like thinking about the girls at that school if anything when yeah. i left town on the weekends i'd be like i want to meet a local I was like, the girls at that school they were in their unit their military uniforms just like 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there was stuff going on at that school where they were probably hooking up with guys in the middle of the night in their dorm. Who knows? Yeah. But they were, I don't know. I wasn't thinking that way. I have higher standards than those girls. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, those girls are nasty. <laughs> but I mean, when I, even when I go overseas and like do like some shows like, uh, like over in Iraq or whatever, like they'll be like, Oh, you know, there's the desert princesses. They call them, you know, the girls that you don't find attractive. But then once you've been there for like a year or two, yeah, you're like, beer goggles, all yeah, that they thing. become like, yeah, military whoa. goggles. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't have that. Oh, okay. But I also had never kissed a girl. I was terrified of girls. I think yeah. there was one cute girl, and I just didn't talk to her because I was just scared. Yeah. I just didn't know her. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like a normal thing. I mean, especially if there's not that many girls there, you know what I mean? And like all these other dudes are already trying to talk to them. That, yeah, and that. I don't like competition. Yeah. All that. So your parents sent you there, and then when you, you finished high school there? No. I So I was a little different. So I went there. I, I chose to go. They sent me there, but I kind of chose at the yeah. same time. They're like, you either need to change your shit and be respectful to us, or you can go here. And I'm like, I'm going there. Oh, Fuck wow. you guys. Yeah. So then I went. But then, um, like you, as soon as, when I went there, they were really nice to me with my parents. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this place is so fun. We shoot guns all the time. And, and they had all these sports programs. And I was like, this place is cool. They had Olympic-sized swimming pool. You stay there. There's no parents. Yeah. They said, "Oh wait, the food's good. We get to shoot guns all the time. Like this place is fun, dude. You're yeah. gonna love it. We're gonna treat you like our little brother." And I'm like, "Sweet." And then my parents left, and rat. It's called Rat Week, which is boot camp. Yeah. And they call it Rat Week, but it's Plebe system. The first year of your high school there. You're, yeah. You're a rat, and you had to shave your head once a week, completely bald. You had to wear short shorts and high socks. Yeah. They call you a rat. You have to ask permission to do anything you have to walk on the right side of the road you can't talk it's it's hard yeah it's, and i had never had anything like that in my life and i wasn't ready for it and i remember we weren't allowed to have phones or contact our families the first three weeks i think yeah and i remember i got my first phone call and i called my mom and i'm crying oh uh-huh. and i'm like i want to go home wait you weren't allowed to have phones you mean like we weren't allowed to make phone calls. Our oh, okay. I was rat, like, there weren't cell phones during, back then, I don't think. Right? We, uh, there were early stages of cell phones. I didn't have a cell phone, but okay. we weren't even allowed to make calls to yeah. our parents. We weren't allowed to communicate with anyone. Oh, wow. We okay. Through boot camp. Yeah. So that was part of the hardness. Uh-huh. The hard part is you had to, you're on your own. Yeah. But I remember we finished boot camp and I was able to make my first phone call. Yeah. And so I, get on the phone with my mom and I start crying like a little bitch. Yeah. 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 But no, I mean, I was 13 years old no, yeah. and I just went through, Oh wow. You were there before high I school. Was, no, I was fresh. I was going into my freshman year and I was one year young for my grade. Okay. So I was 13. I think most kids were 14. Uh-huh. I was 13 years old and I just went through boot camp. I was, you know, a little Jewish. I was the only Jewish kid in the whole school. Yeah. I weighed under a hundred pounds. I was a little kid and it was hard. It was yeah. fucking hard. I don't know what else to say. It was like a military boot camp. It wasn't hard for everyone there. I think some people had were more prepared. I, whatever. I was a pussy. So I called, my, <laughs> yeah. I called my mom and I cried. Uh-huh. And I said, I want to come home. I hate it here. It's so hard. Uh, I don't want to do this. And she said, hey, you chose to go there. You have to go. You have to at least finish the year. At least. Yeah. Um, so I finished the year. 
Uh-huh. And then, of course, the second year you go back, you're not a rat anymore. And I wanted to enjoy those privileges. So then the second year I wanted to go back because I knew I was going back with a rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went back a second year. And then I came home after my second year and I got my first job, which so I was, I think, 15. And I worked as a camp counselor at a tennis and surf camp. Mm-hmm. And I started hooking up with one of the other counselors and like first girl I kissed and everything. So yeah. I was kind of at. All day I was at work, and then at night I was hooking up with this girl for yeah. the summer. And my parents are dumb, and they're like, you've really behaved this summer. Like, you've really changed. Uh, do you want to come to public school for your junior year? Yeah. In my head, I'm like, I want to keep hooking up with this girl. Yeah. Who, in retrospect, so dumb. She had a boyfriend. She was not the girl who I should like, but whatever. I'm, uh-huh. a, I'm a horny teenager, and this is the first Did your boyfriend ever find out? my her boyfriend oh i don't know oh so we ended up i ended up staying going to public high school my uh-huh. junior year for that girl of course she and breaks things off oh damn within a year uh-huh. or within a week and then I oh was, when she found you're staying she's like yeah i'm like hey i'm staying and she's like what do you mean and i'm like yeah like i like you i want to stay and she goes i have a boyfriend oh damn uh, and she ended things real quick and then now I'm just at this public school and I'm all weird because I have a shaved head and like I haven't been around normal kids before. So I felt really out of place. Yeah. I felt because like you always used to military school at this yeah. point. I'd been there two years. So I kind of didn't have any friends and I was like locked up and I was quiet and I finished it out there. I didn't go back. I never ended up going back to military Damn, school. Damn, do you wish you would have just went back to military school? I don't wish I went back, but I always wonder... I think my life would have been completely different. Really? I remember military school kind of changed me in the sense where I went from like being this little skinny kid to like this guy who's in shape. I wanted to join the military. They kind of brainwashed me a little bit. Oh yeah, that's what they did. I wanted to join the army because it was an army preparatory high school. Yeah. And I wanted to go to University of New Mexico. All my friends were in New Mexico. So I ended up going to public school, smoking weed. I don't think I would have done that in military school. Yeah. And I ended up going to University of Santa Cruz. I think I just took completely. I think I probably would have joined the military if I had uh-huh. stayed in military school. Who knows where I'd be? Yeah. If I'd be a comedian or, or whatever. Yeah. So it's so, it's better than that you didn't go back. It's think? just different. I don't know. Yeah. I think I would have been on a completely different path. So it's interesting to think about. Yeah. Where my life would have been. So did you end up liking the last two years in high school? Public, no, or was it just I didn't awkward like high school. I was awkward. I was kind of just, yeah, just an awkward teen. Didn't, but then I, I got a girlfriend my senior year of high school, mm-hmm. a different girl. And we just kind of hooked up all year. And then I went to college and had a good time in college. Oh, nice. Yeah. When my brother, younger brother, got kicked out of military school, he went to the school called Abraxas. It's like for people that have been to jail and stuff like that. Oh, Everyone yeah. that goes there has been to jail. Yeah. So he's like with the, the craziest of people and stuff like that. Did now he, he like it or did he hate it? No, he didn't even finish. He, he dropped out of high school. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like one of the few people I know that hasn't finished high school now. So what's he do? Oh, dude, he's like, uh, like a, like a, trying to recover from heroin and stuff like that. Oh, so he's still going through a shit. He's still going through he's shit. Not, yeah, he hasn't figured life out yet. No, no, he's nuts. How old is he? Uh, he's your age, twenty nine. He's twenty nine and still, yeah. yeah, doesn't doesn't have a job. Doesn't have a job. Like, are your parents like? I think he's home. Given up on him, or 
or well, are they helping him? My mom recently kicked him out. And so now I, I'm not sure where he lives right now. He was living in Missouri for a little bit. My mom had a house out there. Every once in a while, but he did, like his phone's always off and stuff like that. So. He's your full brother. Yeah. Same parents. Yeah, same parents. And he's just get in and out of rehab and just yeah have can't, can't yeah in and out of right. rehab and jail and stuff like that. Yeah, he's real. He's a nuts dude. And wow. so, um, why do you think he's like that? What do you think caused this? I don't know, man. Like my mom always asked me that too. Is She's like, Ill? Mm, I don't know. Like doesn't have like Asperger's or anything like that. He's like, is he like bipolar, schizophrenic, anything like that? Uh, not, not that I know of. Like he seems like a normal guy and stuff like that, but he's just, you know what I mean? He has like no like ambition, I guess you could say like, I'm like, what do you like to do? What do you want to do? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And so he's just like really like, I don't know. I mean, also like, I remember he, when we were younger, he was, he started doing like drugs first and stuff like that. And he was like really into like that scene and stuff like that. And like, uh, and he's like a really like, he gets in like a lot of fights too and stuff like that. And like, just, I think it just kind of like spiraled and stuff. And also he started like, he became kind of a big, like a pot dealer in San Diego so he ended up like getting a house early and stuff, but then he started oh, selling. Oh, he was like a successful. Drug he was successful. Yeah, he had like a two-story house. And then he got caught, or what? He uh, he was growing so many plants, man. I remember one time I came over, he had one room, and it was just he, like you opened Wall-to-wall the door, plants, and it, yeah. yeah, you had to like unzip this like like uh like tent thing. It was yeah. almost, and you just walk in, it's all filled with plants. Mm-hmm. And like I remember, he's like he's like yeah, you know, like I think he was selling other drugs too at the time and stuff. But like he had like uh, guns and shit like that, like. But they were like not like he went to the yeah, store and bought them. They were not legal purchase. guns. Yeah. yeah, like he like if somebody didn't have enough money for like drugs or something like that, they would trade him shit. And one guy traded him a pistol and stuff like he that. Took your cigarette business to the next level. He was like next level, dude. Yeah, he was insane. And he got caught. Um, or he, never got he did. He got. He went to jail. Well, he. I don't know if he got caught for that. I know he ended up getting like robbed one time and. Then like uh, some people like jumped him and stuff, and then he eventually got caught. Um, he was shooting up, I think, heroin, and like fell asleep in a Jack in the Box parking lot in his car. And then the cops came by and checked his car, and he had a bunch of heroin in there. So, but he had more than they would they would say is for use. So they were yeah. like, "Oh, it's you're distributing." So he went to jail for like heroin and stuff like that. And then he's been to jail for like theft and stuff. Yeah. And him and my older brother are both just like really like they've older been in jail. Same thing. Yeah, he's been in jail for like for theft and. So you're like, the good kid of the family. I, yeah, well, if you yeah, I guess out of out of them, you'd say I'm good. Oh, you have another sibling? No, 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 no. It's just us three. Yes, but but I'm you're just the, the favorite. You're I'm, your parents' favorite. I don't know if I'm their favorite, but like here's my mom. My you mom. Be. My mom always says when you guys they're like, who's your favorite? Well, my oldest two are on heroin. No, no, the older one's not on heroin. Oh. He, but he's, he's been like, I remember one time we went there and he's, he's done, he's been done a lot of drugs before and stuff like that, but he's been to jail for like theft and like, uh, like assault and stuff like that. So, but I guess like my, when my mom says, she goes, she goes, when I die, she goes, you know, I'm leaving you guys shit. I'm leaving you nothing. She's like, you're all pieces of crap. And we're like, okay. So do you get together still? Like, does the whole family ever get together for Christmas or anything like that? No, we don't like celebrate that stuff and stuff like that. So yeah. So there's no. When was the last time you were with... Are your parents still together? No. Oh, okay. They haven't been together forever. What, how old were you when they got divorced? Uh, like... I think right when I got sent to military so school. So in high school. So they were, yeah. they were together a lot of your life then. But but they stayed living in the same house together. They still didn't, to this day? Yeah. Okay, so they're, kind, they're not married 
but they live together. They're like roommates. They're yeah. roommates. Yeah. I've, I have another friend who has that. So that's it's bizarre. Doesn't huh? make any sense. To I me. don't get it either. Uh, so when was the last time you, all your brothers, the three of you, mm. and your parents were together? Um, let me think. When was the last time we were together? Under one roof. Under one roof. Under one roof together. Maybe, maybe like four years ago. And what was it for? Um, maybe it was like Thanksgiving or something like that. Like, oh, because my brother Joey used to actually, at one time, yeah, like four years ago, he used to live right next to where my mom lived. And then my brother David was living with my mom. Mm-hmm. And so, and home. yeah, so then they're like, come down to Joey's for things. Because he was an like apartment manager for a little bit. Okay. So he would just have Thanksgiving at his house and stuff. Wow. So, yeah, so we just go over you there. You should and, try and organize a family reunion. Oh, man, it'd be so hard. You should, what? Just give it a shot. Well, here's the thing. Do you like your brothers they, or you they don't all, like them? I, I like them, yeah. yeah. They don't like, like each other, though. They hate each other. Oh, but so you get along with everyone? Yeah. You get along with them? Yeah. Why do they hate each other? Um, okay, so my brother, David, um, my, my older brother's name is Joey. My younger brother's name is David. Joey ended up hiring David at his, at the, because he was apartment managing this place. Yeah. So he's the landlord, pretty much. Yeah. And he hired him to be like, uh, clean up, uh, you know, like, you know, throw away the trash and yeah. at the place and yeah, kind of be like uh, Man, groundskeeper, yeah, groundskeeper, you know? And my brother, David, um, well, he was just terrible. He didn't yeah. really do the job. He'd show right. up late and stuff like that. And then he started selling weed to everybody in the apartment complex. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> my brother Joey got mad about this. Yeah, which you should, because like if he got, if his younger brother got caught doing that shit, then your older brother would get. Caught. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he ends up firing him, and then my my younger brother ends up suing him, taking him to court. No way. Yeah. So they end up going to court and stuff. It's weird. My mom sued my younger brother before. My younger brother sued my Why older your brother. Mom sue your younger brother. Oh, so my mom had a house in Missouri, and she let him live there for a little bit and he moved in there with his girlfriend and then they moved in all these drug addicts and stuff like that and it became like this drug den and stuff like that all these people were doing drugs and heroin there and stuff like that so my mom came in there and was like my mom's like really against drugs i guess yeah and so she comes in there is like kicking everybody out and she puts like a padlock on the door and stuff like that and so then they break into the house and she's in there and my brother's girlfriend is in there with her family coming there and they're like talking shit to my mom and uh, my brother's girlfriend's like pretending like, or I don't know. She's like coming up to her. Like she's going to hit her and stuff. And my mom's like, fuck. Cause she didn't have her gun on her. She usually carries a gun. So she's like, she reached over the table and grabbed a knife and put it behind her back. And she's like, come here, Alicia. I have something I want to show you, Alicia. And she was like, if Alicia came, she was going to stab her. But then Alicia, like, I guess knew she had a knife. So she, they walked out of the house and stuff like that. And then my mom like sued them, like sued my, my brother to get him out of the house pretty much. So he couldn't come in. So if he, it would be uh, like break entering or trespassing or something wow. like that. Yeah. So, so then, does, does your mom and your younger brother get along now or no? Uh, kind. Well, no. I mean, she he was living with her just recently, but then Go she ahead. just kicked him out recently because uh, I forgot what the reason why. I think like something to do with drugs, though. Something to do with drugs. Like he robbed some people uh, of some drugs, and they came by the house looking for him, and he came out with some nunchucks and tried to fight them with nunchucks, and then they were like. I guess one, someone pulled the knife, so my mom came out there and shot a gun off in the air, and they like scattered, and then she's like, screw this, I'm not dealing with this anymore. Yeah. So she kicked him out of the house. Damn. Yeah. There's a lot of family drama here. Oh, tons of it. It's nuts. <laughs> your parents must have fucked it up somehow. Somehow, right? It can't be all your brother's fault. No, I don't. Maybe they didn't take the divorce well. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. You don't know. You don't know where it all went wrong. I don't know, man. I, I just all tried right, to- Has anyone adopted? No. I have a stepbrother, though. 
My older brother is my stepbrother. Your oldest brother's stepbrother. Yeah. Is it your mom's kid or your dad's? My kid? mom's kid. Your mom. So your mom had a different husband or or baby. Well, daddy from what my mom told me, I don't know how like true the story is, but my mom had him when she was fifteen. Oh, and, okay, there you go. Yeah, and so she supposedly what she says, her mom kind of like sold her off to this guy that was like thirty. So like this guy, and then I guess they were together, and then after a while, my mom got like older enough she was like i'm leaving you and stuff like that and the guy's like no and he like stole my brother and went off to puerto rico and then my mom ah. like flew to puerto rico and went to okay. like okay so here's where it all the courthouses and all was like with your crazy mom yeah yeah okay. <laughs> your mom's crazy yeah i mean she's pretty intense yeah, yeah. she's she carries a gun she had a baby when she was 15 she's crazy exactly yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's just like a whole like messed up situation you just need to hug it. your brothers and say it's not your fault it's mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's mom's well, everyone's had a stint where they haven't talked to her for like a, like a year, including you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she uh, one time robbed me. So what? yeah, she robbed me one time. Well, did so. she need the money? Why did she rob you? I guess yeah. What? How'd that go down? Um. So what happened was I uh, my car ended up breaking down, and I was like, I'm gonna take it to this guy, and she go, and I'm like to go get my car fixed, and she's like, no, she's like, I know a mechanic who'll do it for you, and he'll do it for you way cheaper. I'm like, oh, that's a great deal, yeah. and she's like, just get it towed over here, and I'm like, all right, cool, and I get towed over, and I meet the guy, and I give him the money, and then I'm like calling her up and calling him up, and they're like, oh, the car's not done yet, the car's not done yet, and then all of a sudden, like, there's no word about it, and like, my car never got fixed. Did you get your car back or no? Uh, I ended up having to like get it towed over to like a dealership and then getting it fixed. And the money, and you gave them money. I gave the money, yeah. And they just split the money. Yeah. Did your mom have drug problems? No, she just has like money problems. Got it. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's your mom. I know, That's right? Where all the problems come from. Yeah, what yeah. About, is your dad cool? Yeah, he's chill. He's just like a quiet guy. Like he's like really quiet about like and he doesn't even care. Like my mom like bring her boyfriend over, and like one time like he's her boyfriend. It's weird. Her boyfriend was like a, kind of a drug addict though, and like uh, he came over and he would like talk shit and stuff like that. To, and I ended up fighting him. Like you? everybody, yeah. Why? What was he talking shit about? I don't know. He just like start talking shit like in the house. Like he was just like I don't know. Like nobody liked him and he didn't like us. So like, uh, and he was like a younger than my mom. He was as old as my older brother. Okay. At the time. And oh, then, it's all your mom. Yeah. This is where all these problems are coming from. <laughs> so I ended up having a fist fight with him in the front yard uh, about something. Like he came in, started talking shit, and then like he slapped me. So then I just started like fighting with him in the front yard and shit like that. And everyone came out to the front yard to watch the fight. It was really bizarre. Who won? Um, I don't know. Like if anyone like won, it was like just more. Scrap. It was like, cause it got broke up like kind of quick after my, like what happened was like, he just like slapped me and then I punched him and then he punched me back and then I double legged him to the ground and started like punching him and then someone pulled me off. That was the end of the fight. Wow. Yeah. So I was on the wrestling team then. So I was like, damn, you're such like a happy put together dude for having such a fucked up mom. Yeah. You know, someone else told me that too. And I was like, I think it's just like, I, a lot of things are easier to roll off my back now. Cause I'm like. Yeah, that's not that big of a deal. Yeah, like, it's not a big deal. My mom's nuts. Yeah, like someone like someone's like, oh yeah, this happened. You, like, aren't you mad about that? I'm like, ah, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, I'm not gonna let myself get stressed out about like something that's not at, at, in the grand scheme of things. Like, you know what I mean? It's just gonna, it doesn't really matter, and you can't really change it. So, wow. Yeah, and then also it makes me just like take more accountability for myself. I go, okay, like instead of blaming it on other people. 
Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know what I mean? Cause like I noticed my brother, my younger brother does that a lot. He's like, well, you know, this is because of you and this is cause of that. And I was like, well, you know, you could, yeah, you, you have more of the mentality. Like, are they good people? No, but I, I'm an adult and it's time to take life into my own hands. Yeah. I yeah. I can't happen. like, I can't be blaming other people. I just got to make it happen. Exa- and you know, once I got like robbed, uh, from my mom, it made me go, okay, like, like I could just be mad about this and stuff like that and be mad at her and be like, this is her fault and stuff like that. But that's not going to change anything in my life. All it, it let me know. It actually helped me. I think actually, because it made me go, okay, like don't, don't rely anyone. on anybody. Just yeah. rely on yourself and you know, stuff will get done. Yeah. Don't, but if you rely on other people, it's like, you know, you can end up like heartbroken and stuff because like it might not happen and you know, they'll make promise to you and they'll break it. But if you make the promise to yourself, you know that you'll, you'll come through with it. Yeah. So yeah, it actually like helped me be more of like self-sufficient and stuff like that. I think. That's cool. Yeah. I think, I think it helped. So, I mean, and you still talk to your mom. Yeah. Yeah. I still talk to them all. But they're all. I keep distance now. I do like yeah. how you know how you said with the guy with the chair, yeah. the, the Heisman. That's what I do. I keep yeah, a little. Yeah. I'm like I don't because I don't know what they're gonna do. So when you go to San Diego to perform for a weekend, mm. do you stay with your parent, your mom, or do you, do no. you get a hotel? Um, or, I or have stay like a, somewhere else. Yeah, I stay somewhere else. Sometimes I'll stay with her. Um, if like it's like one night or but something like that. You try not to. Yeah, I try Got not it. to. Yeah, just because like my mom's like picketed my shows before. What does that mean? What do like, you mean? You know, like picket, like with a sign. What does the sign say? It was like, uh, she just thought like, since my mom's like kind of like super religious, like now, um, she was like picketing the shows, like being like, there's like, like sinful talk in there and stuff like that. About her son's comedy. Yeah. So she's against your comedy. Yeah. 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 She doesn't like it. What, what would she want you to do? Uh, be like a youth pastor. Are you religious? Uh, I'm, I'm religious, but not to the point like that. Did Where, you go to church? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every Sunday? Not every Sunday. How often? Um, I don't know. Maybe like once or twice a month. Do you hate gays? No. My best know. friends are gay. But you think they're going to hell? No, I don't necessarily think that. No. I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you disobey our Lord and Savior... Yeah. And be with another man. You're a sinner. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't judge people. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like, like I can, how can I judge somebody, you know, when I have family members that are like way crazier than them, you know? Right. So I, I, I get it. You know what I mean? I get like people, you know, like are hurting and they turn to things because you know, they feel like there's the only escape, you know? This is why I learned a lot about you today. I didn't know. Any, I think I knew, I knew you went to military school. I always thought that was cool, but I didn't know I didn't know that you had a fucked up mom. Yeah, my dad was best friends with a serial killer and What do you like uh former David serial killer? Yeah. He was best friends with him. Yeah, they were like really when good they were friends. kids, you mean. Like when like everything was going on. I don't know this this serial killer guy. Oh, he's a guy that went around the seventies and uh like when people like would Did like, your dad sit in knew their car. Was going no. no, he didn't know. He had no idea. No, he but they, the- they they played basketball all the time together. Wow. Yeah. And so. Do you think your dad ever killed someone? No. He's like. My dad Tonight. like is like doesn't even like guns or anything. He's just yeah. so like. He's like a book What did he do for work? Uh, engineer. And what did your mom do? Uh, she was worked for. She was a correctional officer. Okay. Wow. So she worked in jails. Oh, wow. Uh, so she was around. Prison guard. Bad kinda. guys her whole life. Yeah. 
so yeah so she did that and my dad's more like a, like a, just like a bookworm like big thick glasses just is reads he religious books. too yeah so you really you come from a religious family yeah my dad's even more still religious or no um i don't is there i anyone mean in the family that threw away the faith yeah i think um it was well my older brother's kind of like not he's like nothing you know like mm-hmm. he kind of doesn't really my younger brother i think he it's weird my younger brother idiot? talks about he well he goes he goes i've done so much bad stuff in my life he goes he goes i think like i'm definitely like he's like if there is a heaven or hell he's like i'm definitely going to hell he says yeah and he and i remember like one time he's telling me he's like i was like well like we're talking about heroin and stuff and he goes he goes i do heroin just so i can feel numb so i don't feel anything he goes because i don't like the feeling of when i like of just life and i go what do you mean he goes dude he goes one time he said he said he felt like his like soul was like on fire like he was burning like and he's, so he has a lot of guilt yeah and he's like the only way he can get relief is like if he was doing yeah, heroin right. and then he said one time he broke into a church just to sleep because he said he couldn't even sleep so like he, like the only way he could go to sleep is like doing heroin or like trying yeah. to like find some comfort wow so yeah so he has like some crazy have you ever done heroin no no, I mean, I've done like DMT and acid and all that stuff, but never heroin. That just, I, I don't even like the fact like needles and stuff like that. So, yeah. And also I know like you can, there's like, Oh, um, like other ways of like taking it and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm not. Wow. Yeah. I try not to like, get caught up and stuff. So you're just, your life is more just, Hey, I want to be a comedian. Yeah, man. I mean, your main thing, Com- comedy is your main thing, right? Like that's yeah, your comedy's passion. My main thing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So you just, all. yeah, I have a fucked up family, but yeah, all I'm, out, an here, accident I'm too. out here doing my thing, doing comedy. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I don't put any like pressure on it either. I don't like think like, like a lot of people, like, you know, you're like the dream is to get like a Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think about it like that. Like, What's your dream? My dream is just to, well, first of all, I wanted, when I first started it doing standup, I was just like, I want to be able to see the whole world. But I know I'm not going to be able to do that, like, because it's very expensive and, you know, all stuff like I couldn't think about any conceivable way. But so I was like, oh, I'd be happy if I could just do like stand up and they pay me like to see all these places. And then I got to do all that. That was like amazing. Like I, like Japan, China, every place I've wanted to go to, I've got to go to. Yeah. And they like it's been paid for. And I'm like, yeah. so I was like, wow, that's great. Like, that's like, you know, I just kind of like. It, enjoying life and getting to see what I really want to like the fact of like doing like a uh, like stand up like even like the the stand up that I have done on TV I've never watched it yeah oh really you've never watched your clip no and why is that because it doesn't do anything for me yeah I don't like wh- like I don't know what the pleasure is about it I watch but do you watch old sets years to like learn from them or uh-uh. no you don't I don't okay. watch anything I watch I, uh, I, I hate watching myself uh uh-huh. But I usually watch tapes of myself for a few reasons. Number one, uh, to see if I'm doing anything I don't like Yeah. on stage. Yeah. So that I could either stop doing that or change it or whatever. Yeah. And then two is, let's say I need like a five-minute tape to submit for something. Mm-hmm. I'll have to watch myself to edit the five-minute tape together. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But... Yeah, I definitely don't like it. There's some people who record every set they do and then listen back to it in the car, and I can't do it because I mm, cringe. Yeah, and here's the thing too. I noticed like like I remember I was talking to somebody and they're like, oh yeah, like it 
like some people are like, oh, if I just do a Conan set, like I'll be happier. That will be like, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm all, but I don't, the thing I don't get about it is like, what, what happened? You just did a set and someone recorded you and where, where's the, the Maybe joy from that. Man. And I think it's mostly like they, that people think, oh, then that solidifies them as like a real comedian right. Right, or, right. you know what I mean? They, meant they wanted to just be. Uh, acknowledged by the yeah they want to be acknowledged by yeah yeah pursuing they want respect from the the industry I don't know exactly so and but I don't look at it like that I don't look at like stand up that way I just kind of like like creating more of a uh, artsy approach well I don't even know if it's an artsy approach I just what I find fun about it and and the the joy of it is like one, like I said, going around and to all these places and getting to see like, and just like living life, you know? Yeah. And also just creating. That's, that's like the only yeah. joy I get from it. I don't get like. What any, about, what about the sketches you make? You I like those. those but yeah, you, and you the, watch, you'll watch those. But that, but I also watch it without, if you notice, I, I don't know if you've seen any of them, but most of the time I, no. I, I'm like playing the straight guy in it. I guess I haven't paid attention. To that. So interesting. Yeah, and the reason is because I I like to watch it as a whole, and I like the 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 whole story, and I like like I don't care about typically myself in it too much. Like I just like the yeah the whole like creation of it. It's like yeah, That's which cool. is fun yeah. and stuff like that. You make really really good sketches. Thank you. Yeah, man. That's nice. You've seen some of them. Yeah. Sweet. All like um. Like I like I, I'm not sure how often you drop them, but I don't have like a set uh, schedule. I kind of just do it when I do it. Yeah, know, yeah, when yeah. I yeah. Think of something I really want to make. Like once in a blue moon, though, you'll drop them, right? Yeah, I mean it's more than the average comic, I would say. Yeah, but it's uh, I I don't I've I have no set thing. Like I need to do one this month, or I need to do one yeah this. It's just kind of oh I I wrote this. I want to make it. I'm gonna make yeah. it. Yeah, it's not like. I need one for January. It's not like that. Yeah, I'll I'll see like I feel like I see one maybe from you like once every month or every two months. Yeah, or it's, I would it's, say it's, right? it honestly is it's random. It could be I might do three a month and then uh-huh. I might do one in six months. You know, like it yeah. just kind of like happens when they yeah. Happen. But yours are like the one yours every time they come out. I'm always like oh I like I'm like this is gonna be a good one because oh, you're like cool. super consistent like that's nice, with yeah. quality. Well, so to that, I will say, without saying names, mm. I'm a fan of a lot of comedian sketches, but mm. then there's some people who I'm not a fan of their sketches, or there's some where some are good and some are bad. Yeah. If I've made several things that if I don't like them, mm. even if I put in two weeks of work into it, yeah, I scrap it. That's good. And I throw yeah. it out. Yeah. And it sucks. It's it's not the best feeling because you're like fuck. I just wasted money and time and yeah. other people's time too, for mm-hmm. that matter. Because sometimes yeah. I'll cast people in it, or I'll have a friend shoot it or whatever or edit it. But at the end of the day, if it's not if I don't like it, I don't want people to see it. Yeah, and because for a few reasons, um, or I guess the main reason is what if they don't know you or your comedy, and that's the first thing they see. Yeah, you're. You're done. Yeah, yeah, You're that's done true. That. Yeah. yeah, that Oculus one you did was really, really, really good too. Oh, I'm glad. Thanks. Actually, my friend Andrew Baxter, who films a lot for me and is a good writer and director, he that's his. But I was just in it. But it was, oh, okay, it was good. Yeah, yeah, like that was it. really funny. Yeah, you were really good in it and stuff like that. Thanks. Yeah, 
That, yeah, and what did you guys shoot that on? That was like... He has a Sony FS7. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the one... The FS7, I, it's, it's a like... Uh, that's better than the one I have. Yeah, it's yeah. a cinematography camera. They use it on a lot of TV shows. A lot of reality shows use FS7s and full-on TV. I don't think... They wouldn't use it on... Most scripted shows probably don't use FS7. Yeah. But it's it's a nice... I think it's like $8,000 for the body. Wow. So it's a cinematography camera. It has... XLR inputs on it. Oh wow! Full frame, I believe. I forget the frame of the sensor, but so these days it's like you could compare that to an A sixty five hundred, and unless you're literally comparing them side by side, in my opinion, if oh. you have good lighting and you know what you're doing, they're both gonna look really good. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. a pixel peeper, peep was the word pixel peeper. Of sh- sure, the FS seven's a nice camera, but you could take basically any dslr right now yeah yeah you get some controls and make content that looks great yeah so i am a gear nerd but i don't i've been focusing less on that on the gear yeah or there's some people like i need to rent a red oh yeah what's up with that you know uh, write a good story you yeah, know, I'm like, you don't need a red unless you're yeah. going to be showing this on a huge projector. Right, or even then, it's like, I show shit. Yeah, I mean, on, oh, on I here. mean, like, this this is a pretty big projector, yeah. but I'm like saying if you're screening at a theater, right. then then get a red. But right, if, if, you're, if you're getting paid to make content, yeah. step it up to a red if, if they're paying for it. But if you're paying out of pocket, just make stuff. Exactly. Yeah, we're shooting um, this thing in two days it's like uh i wrote like this reality uh show so we're shooting it and like one of the guys was like oh yeah we need all these cameras to match up and stuff i was like no this is just like a pitch episode we're i'm not worried about that like we got the camera set up we're good they're all shooting like all sony's like you know we're fine yeah it'll be good yeah so i'm not really worried what do you what do you shoot on usually i have a panasonic gh5 okay nice it's a micro four thirds camera it's very similar to a6500 i think uh, the biggest difference between my camera and your camera would be uh, the your your camera has a recording limit. That's why. I went mm, the yeah, camera. yeah. That's why I hate that. So uh, it's bad for like sets. Yeah, so you it's bad for sets. But your camera's advantages over mine would be it's a little better in low light mm. than the Panasonic. So they all seems like every camera has a little, you know, good. I don't even know why why it has a recording limit. There's a thing uh, called, there's a special tax, it's really stupid, where they tax, you have to pay an extra tax for a camcorder mm-hmm. if you have no recording limit. So Panasonic has to pay more to make the camera that I have because it has no recording limit. Whereas Sony, if you have, or any company that has a set recording limit, they could say, this is just a photo camera that has video features, something like that. There's some weird. dumb tax to where camcorders if they have no recording limit the company has to spend extra money so do you think there's like a a way to like uh take the camera in and have somebody like hack it it, yeah i don't i don't think they no one's done that for the a6500 but they're i don't know if you how much you follow cameras but the first big camera budget consumer camera that filmmakers started making like amateur films with was the Canon T2i. I oh yeah. You've heard of that. Yep. And that was like the camera that started it all and started Sony and Panasonic to come out with cameras that had those capabilities. Mm. So the Canon T2i was a photography camera, 
but you could take 1080p video with manual controls and interchangeable lenses. Uh And I think it had a 10 minute recording limit. And someone created an entire new operating system for the camera that wasn't Canon. It was called, I forget the name of it, like Black something, I forget. But they, someone created, and you, I remember you put the system on the SD card and you reformatted the camera. And it was a new menu system, new everything, but it added all these like pro video features. Oh, whoa. And, but no one's really done that, the- uh for the newer system because I think people, companies for the most part, caught on and implemented most of those features that people wanted into the camera so that no one needed to hack it. Yeah. So would you, would you say you think it is probably possible to hack that one or no? Maybe it's possible. but I don't think anyone has. I would would love to do that. Yeah. So that's the one feature, but you know, if that's the one feature you're missing, then for the next camera, you either get the Sony FS seven or switch to Panasonic or whatever, if that's the feature you really want, you know? Yeah. It's, it's crazy, man. You start buying equipment and you just get like addicted and stuff like that. Like, I'm just like, I keep on buying stuff. I'm like, the way I work is I got the basics of everything so uh-huh. that I can, I don't need to rely on anyone. So uh-huh. I wanted a nice microphone for sound. Okay. What do you a nice use? camera? I have a boom pole with uh-huh. a road mic. And then I have a lot a basic lav kit, but I started with just a boom mic. Uh-huh. Uh, DSLR camera and a cheap lighting kit. But then from there, you realize what your weaknesses are in your production. You shoot something, you have all the bases, you don't need to rent equipment or borrow equipment. And then you go, oh, you know what? I would like a lav mic. And then you can start saving for the things and you start upgrading. Oh, you know what? My boom mic is pretty shitty. I'm going to get a better one. Or I'd like that recording limit takeaway. I'm going to buy a nicer camera body. So from there, once you have the basics, as you're working, you mm. you have goals to build up to, and that's kind of what I've done. I've just kind of piecemealed better and better equipment together. And now, why why do you choose uh, the boom mic opposed to just the road mic? Because don't you need an extra person then? So yeah, or you can get a mic stand. Yeah, um, I haven't. You could put the boom on top of the camera, like a road mm-hmm. uh, on top of camera, and that's fine. That's still much better than camera audio. Yeah, but a boom would just takes your audio to that next level. You know, yeah. you always want. I rather have a shitty microphone that's right up to the source or as close mm. as you can than a thousand dollar microphone that's far away. Gotcha. It's uh, that's that's the most important. Mm. You want the microphone as close to your audio source as you can. So if you can't afford a sound guy, then I would even use a thirty dollar lav over a three hundred dollar camp mic attached to the camera. Or since you already have that three hundred dollar mic, use that as your backup audio. Gotcha, gotcha, and yeah, and you find it like okay with the lav, even though you have to sync it up and all this stuff. And there's a software called uh, Have you heard of Pluralize? Uh uh. It's really cool, and I don't. I guess it just analyzes all the audio tracks. But I before you bring it, do you use Premiere? What do you edit with? I use Final Cut Pro. Final Cut. So before you bring it to Final Cut X put it in pluralize and it syncs everything for you and then it exports it to final cut oh really everything syncs. and it just it's locks really cool. up right with the footage locks up right with the footage it's incredible actually Holy how shit. well it works wow mm-hmm. that's amazing because i was like always like okay i want as little work as i have to yeah cause... no syncing audio manually is a pain in the ass yeah and i was like i don't want to do that like mm-hmm. it's already enough time that i'm already spending like you know what i mean like each I don't know how long it takes you to edit. I mean, you're probably a better editor than I am. Um, I don't like editing that much. And I mostly have people come over and edit with me now. Okay. But I still do edit things by myself. But it's, it is, it's not even that I don't like editing. I guess I don't because I always dread doing it. Yeah. When I finish shooting a sketch, I'm like, 
I dump it all. I have it organized on my computer, and I'm like, oh, I have to sit down and watch yeah. the footage and edit it. And I just kind of like, edit. I, you know, when I like editing, I genuinely like editing when when I'm like, basically being the director, and I'm in the room with the editor who's editing, and I'm making edits. But I have someone else there with when me. they do the rough edit and then you can go in and start like they do the rough edit or even just I just don't like sitting in the room editing by myself. It's just OK, I was going to ask you yeah, why you, you usually have someone come over when you edit. I know. I just, yeah. Even though I know how to edit, I yeah. usually will will even pay someone to come over and just edit. Just I don't know. It's oh, really? Just, how yeah. much do you usually pay someone to edit like? It depends. Usually, you know, fifty oh. to hundred bucks. I have. Oh, that's not bad. They're, they're friends. Yeah, mostly. that's like a really good deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, so- and I'll sit with them and do it with them. What? And it's usually something we worked on together. You know, it's not like nice. they're coming and editing a blind project. It's and I'll edit myself still. It's not. You know, I'm not. I'm not making much money from any of the things that I make. So yeah, I'm not. And they know that. So it's not like they're charging me. And they're my friends. So they're not charging me. Yeah. I'm gonna like. Absolutely. To do it. And now I saw you had like a, one of your sketches on the front cover of Funny or Die, and then yeah, are you, are you sourcing them to other places too, or just? Or what do you mean sourcing them? Like you know what I mean, just like you know, getting them put like like all all oh, thi- getting them. all things comedy or you know all so the digital. The Funny or Die thing. Oh, happened. but I liked your post too. How you're like you're like, hey, check out my my thing on uh front page of Funny or Die. That means another extra four hundred views. Oh, it's so funny because it's so true because they just yeah. like slam it with like, well, it's hard to get you know your video. You know what it is? No one really goes to Funny or Die anymore. Mm. I don't think they're, I think Funny or Die makes money off of selling TV shows to HBO, maybe a little on their YouTube. I don't think very many people are going to funnyordie.com. Gotcha. Maybe yeah. they were in the heyday when Will Ferrell was making sketches for them and they had more celebrities, but I have a feeling the traffic to funnyordie.com is not very much and that's what i yeah. found for things that i upload yeah yeah um, i had one on the front page recently and it literally did i think like 2100 yeah exactly views. so yeah and i was go. like mm. yeah and so th- i think that that vr sketch got to the front page and i think that's because andrew knew someone at funnier die i used to know a couple of people who worked there but then the, a bunch of people got laid off mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember that they did like a big yeah they cleaned house over uh-huh. at funnier die so yeah, I got something. I've gotten things on the front page of Funny or Die before, but it doesn't. It's really just for that post. Well, and bra- al- it's just for bragging rights because it yeah. really doesn't do it. It doesn't mean. Much and also, it like uh, they put it in the community section, so it's actually on all the the fr- whole front page. All the videos are bigger, but then the community ones are shrunken. Oh, really? So yeah, it's even smaller. It's like yeah. So there's that, and uh, I'm trying to think of what other source I've gotten something on like. The Nerdist before Chris Hardwick sold Nerdist. Oh, yeah, they got yeah. the ones there on their website. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how all that's. I'm not the best at marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just post it up there and I hope people watch it. But I've never really gotten anything to be viral or anything like that. Um, yeah. I, I look at it mostly as um, uh, like a writing resume. Yeah, exactly. That's what I use that's it for. What, that's what I use it for, too. If I'm hoping, you know, if someone likes my comedy or is stalking me on the internet mm. who maybe wants to work with me or hire me for something they'll watch my stuff and they'll go oh this stuff's really good yeah that and it also i'll do it like also to make myself not be lazy so like i forces me to be like okay i have to write some more sketches because we have like a deadline it's like yeah and now there's like a whole group uh, like now that are like 
kind of like constantly hit me up now about this. So now mm. they're on my ass too. Oh, about that's like, good. Yeah. So it's good. It's like now we have like, we have like uh what there's three of us now that edit and there's, uh, we oh, got takes we, the workload off. Yeah. yeah. So I can like pass it off to someone else. We have an animator now. Oh, in that's our group. Great. Yeah. And, um, now there's like a couple different writers and, there's just a, like a group and, of people. And these are all positive things. You like it. The, yes, yes, yes. I like it. Done. Yeah, because it, it frees me up to be able to do more of the other stuff I'm trying to do. So like uh, like I can finish up writing a, you know, like a new pilot. Or, That's what I was going to say. I've, I've also, I think I've been putting out slightly less stuff because I don't want to say I'm bored of sketches. If I think of a great sketch, I'm going to make it. Yeah. But it's like I want to move on to pilots and features. and Exactly. Just, right, making... I'll just different things, just expanding my things that I've made. So I've done that. Now I have 10 sketches that I've made that yeah. I'm proud of, you know, so cool. Now I want to see what, maybe I need to make a web series or a pilot or I want to keep ticking off those other things. that I Exactly. Made. Yeah. That's why I'm like, okay, cool. Like after I was like, okay, we're able to make these every week and I feel comfortable like, you know, like making like some stuff that like looks pretty crazy, but you know, like we had like a horse and buggy in one and like, another one where we had like a guy and like four hours of makeup and stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. Like everything's pretty, you know, feasible. So now I'm like, okay, let's shoot this like reality show and see how that goes. And after that, we're going to shoot, um, just like a scripted pilot and take that and then use them for like pitching and stuff like that. Sweet. Sounds like you're, uh, you're doing all your dreams. Man, your dreams are coming true. Man, dude. I'm just, you know what I mean? I'm just trying to enjoy myself, you I know? Think as long as you just keep your mom out of your life, like you've been doing, <laughs> it's going to go pretty good. <laughs> Let's wrap it up here. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming over. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're not getting paid for this. No, no, no. Thank of you course so not. I, I, I thought I was paying you. You're paying. <laughs> I want everyone listening to know we don't get paid for this, and I don't pay my guests until I make money. So you want that follow me on all the social medias so that i can start making money one day from my podcast yeah and if you want to come over and edit for ari contact him about that yeah if you're an editor and want to make unpaid stuff with me contact me and also um oh i just realized this was swiss strong i hope this sounds all right and also where can they people follow you at uh just uh YouTube is youtube.com slash Stephen Breaks Comedy and then Instagram is at Stephen Breaks Comedy. All right, follow him there. Thank you guys. You're listening to You're listening to Unlicensed 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 Therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis.